So the second question is, what conditions in your life support wise speech? And how can you bring that about? So maybe offer a condition and a support for it. And then the next person, and then the next person. And we'll do that for, you know, five minutes or so. So you can just go ahead. What conditions in your life support wise speech, and how can you bring these about? Okay. I mean, I can't lean in. No, no. (laughs) All right. So you can. Come back into your regular places. Okay, so we were just commenting up here that it sounded like there was a lot of really good comments, but we didn't get to hear them very well. So that's right. So if you would, if you, there's anything that you'd like to offer into the group that you felt was important or that touched you or that was interesting. Uh, from your conversations, or if you have any questions, uh, we'll just have some some time now. Any comments? Uh, yeah. Our group mentions that there's something magical happens when you walk into this room. This room in yeah. particular. Yeah, because huh. I mean, I, I mean, for myself, I just feel, you know, my heart opens. I feel at ease. You know. And does that affect your speech? Absolutely. Yeah. I think so too. But wow. there is something magical, though. I mean, yeah. it's just I feel it. You know, just, the, just whatever those vibes are. Uh, yeah. It's interesting to, I mean, that's actually very pertinent for this section of the path, because in, at least in my experience, a lot of the ethical practice has to do with my ability to be open to the surroundings and to kind of feel the energy of what's going on. That helps me know what's going to be the skillful thing to say or do. By the way, you can comment on any of these also if you want. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Yeah, I Mary. A lot of good ones, but the one I really liked was the Q-tips. Quit taking it personally. Quit taking it personally. Yeah, Q-tip. I'm going to remember that. I know someone who keeps a Q-tip in his pocket in order to remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I wrote some other ones down that we had a receptivity, um, both yours to the other person and uh-huh. the other person. To you and um, getting enough sleep. Yeah, so being fresh. Yeah, so these are qualities that support wise speech for sure. And pausing. Pausing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, one of the things that was mentioned in our group was that the practice of mindfulness and meditation and how that starts to make sort of an internal rearrangement of you know how, what we hear how we talk to ourselves and and as that changes or as that settles down then there's a direct correspondence to then how we perceive how we relate how we interact with other people and so sometimes it's not even so much of an effort it's just a, it's more of just being present mm-hmm. with how that works and that for me is really kind of uh, it's always like a revelation to me. It's sort of like, I'm supposed to be working at this, but it's already happening. Kind of yeah. Experience. That's one of the great insights, is that it unfolds by itself, in a yeah. sense. Yeah. 
I've heard it say too that the, the mindfulness, uh, wise speech is mindfulness out loud. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of bringing your interior into the world and you're reflecting mm-hmm. that. Yes. Other comments? One of the things that came up in our group was having patience and kind of letting you know, your reactivity to a situation pass before speaking. Yeah, so this is related to the pause that Mary talked about, but the, what supports being able to pause is having some patience. Beautiful. Yeah. There's a, um, do you guys know that there's an app now that goes with um, Gmail on your phone where you can set a delay before it sends an email message? <laughs> like it will delay by two minutes or something. And so you hit send, and then you have two minutes to say, oh my gosh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not keen on replacing mindfulness with technology, Um, but I find it interesting that somebody realized that would be a useful app to have. (laughs) But better to use your mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't able to be in a group, but you were making me remember an experience where I had two people in an organization just at war with each other in email, copying multiple other parties to have an audience, and some of you may have experienced that kind of unskillful speech in organizations. And I finally just told them that the ground rules were going to be that they were welcome to have disagreements, but they had to come have them face-to-face with me present. And when they would come to talk, their disagreements would disappear. (laughs) Done by email with the large audience was really a hook. Talking face-to-face with me present, all the fun disappeared. (laughs) And they worked out their differences. It was amazing. Different conditions support different kind of speech. Yeah. Yeah, Betsy. Recognizing the effect of stimulus in the world and how that affects me will definitely affect how I interact with somebody and so really being mindful of that, recognizing that. Yeah, that's in, the mindfulness is so important because of course we do what we can to create the conditions that work well for us but we don't have a hundred percent ability to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's also then mindfulness and patience and uh, other qualities that support our being able to interact well. I have one thing. Yeah, I noticed for myself there are certain days when I just feel aversive. I, I'll say I'm, I feel prickly. You know, just everything kind of like gets me. And if I'm mindful, I try to be... Um, a bit guarded with my interactions, or even, you know, um, maybe not interact so much with the world, because I know mm-hmm. some days are hard, and it's, it's uh, helpful to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, why don't we take a little break? And about a 10-minute break, pause this.